Welcome to Joyful Marketing. I'm Simone Soul, and I teach you how to get your life coaching practice fully booked without having to pay for ads, buy Instagram followers, or complicated sales funnels. It's not rocket science, and you can do it too. Listen on to find out how. Hey friends, if you're like me, you want to know that your business is a force for good in the world. And if you're like me and my clients, in fact, that's not a nice bonus to have. It's essential. Having powerful belief in the good that your business is doing in the world, it's going to make you show up to your business differently. It'll affect the energy with which you show up and market. It's going to make you stand up differently as a coach in the world who changes the, tra- the trajectory of people's lives and as a thought leader. And what I'm saying right now applies to you, whatever stage of business building you're in. I don't care if you became a life coach yesterday, or I don't care if you've been a coach for 10 years. If you're a coach, you're someone who changes the trajectory of people's lives, period. You're a thought leader, period, today, simply because other people are already looking to you for guidance on how to think, how to live their lives. As for me, One part of how I actively live into the ideal of my business being a force for good in the world is by making a set amount of monetary contributions to causes I care about directly out of my business earnings. My client, Sarah Kennedy, sparked an amazing idea about how we can all participate in that. And she and I are going to have such a juicy, enlightening conversation about that that you're about to hear. But first, I want you to know that this episode is for you. I don't care if you're making hundreds of thousands of dollars or if you haven't made a cent in your coaching business yet or if you're somewhere in between. And plus, I don't even care if you even have any interest in financial philanthropy at all because let's be real, there are so many ways to help, so many ways to serve the world and giving money away in charitable contributions is just one way, arguably not even the best way in all circumstances. However, This episode isn't really about giving away money. It's about how you think about your business's role in the world and how you become a loving and responsible steward of the resources that are at your disposal in your business, financial resources just being one of them. And it's about how you and your business can become a bigger channel through which the change you want to see in the world can flow. So you, I invite you to think about all of that as you listen to this episode, wherever you are in the business and take away something, some thoughts, some suggestions, some ideas, some ideals that can inject so much more meaning and purpose into your business today. So without further ado, here's my conversation with my client, life coach, Sarah Kennedy about the 5% pledge and what it means. Hi, Sarah. Hi, it's so nice to meet you. Welcome. Well, we met way before, but we're meeting for the first time on Zoom. Could you please introduce yourself and tell us the story of how we ended up being on this <laughs> in this Zoom room together recording this podcast? Absolutely. So I'm Sarah Kennedy. I am a coach for LGBTQIA plus youth parents and supporters. And I came to you because you changed my life in the most unusual way. And it came when you posted about donating 5% of your revenue of your business to causes that change your life. And one day I just happened to cross a post about the amount of money you had donated to the Trevor project. 
And it wasn't just the amount of money, although I admit that blew me away. It was the fact that that post spoke directly to me because my family had been in a crisis a year, about a year prior to that. And while I had supports in place for my child, I didn't have adequate supports in place for me. And the Trevor project was near and dear because I called the crisis line and they just did an amazing job with me of working with me as the parent and supporter in a way that was unbelievable. And they did such amazing follow-up. And I knew that the money that people had given had been exactly what had been my support. And when I read it was you. Sorry, could you just like pause and explain what the Trevor Project is? Okay, so the Trevor Project supports LGBTQIA plus youth in any form of education. They have a crisis line. They have all sorts of supports and educational supports in place. So I knew they had a crisis line because I had just used their educational materials before. And I called it randomly when I needed help that day. And knowing that it was volunteer supported and donation supported, when I read your post, it was as if you had actually supported me and not even known it. And so I reached out and I was just in awe of what you had done. And then the second part of the story came when I had the privilege of being present for the last five days of my mom's death. And while she had end-stage Alzheimer's and wasn't able to talk back to me, her spirit was a hundred percent there with me. And I was able to converse with her spirit so openly. And some reason I brought up about the spirit of my business and that exact post you had shared. And in that moment, it was as if she said, well, that's exactly what you're supposed to do, Sarah. You're supposed to give 5% of your revenue now onto the Trevor project and to businesses that are near and dear to your business. And I reached out. I was like, oh my gosh, Simone, the the spirit of your business just communicated through my mom to the spirit of my business. And that's how we connected. I just have like goosebumps all over. (laughs) It was amazing. Yeah, that's, um, and, and when Sarah, she messaged me privately and told me this, and I said, we have to do a podcast and talk about the fact that we both took what I am now calling the 5% pledge. You know, I have to give a shout out to Rashida Bonds, who, here, here's what happened. So I decided at some point last year, I don't remember exactly when it was, I think it was either November or somewhere around November, maybe a little bit before, actually, I'm not sure, some, somewhere late last year that I decided that I am sick of being the person who is waiting to become the philanthropist, right? Because I was like, oh, I would love to do that when, right? And there was always like a future point where when it would be a good time for me to step into, I mean, you know, I have a very, I have very conflicted feelings about the the word philanthropist. And I don't actually, I'm not even sure I want to use that word. Just like being somebody who actively contributes with money to causes that she cares about in the world. And that goalpost like kept moving. Like uh, it never felt like the right time. And I kept coming up with endless excuses for why some time in the future would be a better time. And it seemed I came up with really justifiable, believable, convincing reasons why I had to wait when I was making no money in my business. And then I had really good reasons when I was making, you know, five figures in my business. And then I had new really good reasons why why I should wait when I was making six figures. And then I was on the verge of making seven figures. And I was like, okay, how long are you going to do this? There's always going to be a good good reason 
in quotes, good reason why the future would be a better time to give. And I was like, I'm sick of being this person. It's now. It happens now. And so mine was a particular amount of money. Like I was like, well, I can't give anything what she's giving. So mine wouldn't be but a drop in the bucket. And then I realized, but if I was a drop in the bucket, when I called, I was so important to them and they treated me with such respect and honor. Every drop in the bucket I add is a drop. And any amount, even if it was $5. Yes. Every amount matters. And I think that is also a thought that is such a sneaky, convincing story that your brain tells to take you off of the path that you want to be on. It's like, oh, who are you to like make this contribution? You, it's, it's so little. It doesn't even count. Like, you're not that significant. You won't make that much of a difference. Like th- those kinds of thoughts, right? So it, I definitely had those thoughts as well. It's like, well, you know, what's $5? What's $15? I'll give when I have a big chunk of money to give. And it's like, it really feels like you're doing something, right? Like there's always a reason why the future is going to feel like a better time. So I got sick of myself. I got, I was like, I'm going to get over my own bullshit. So I decided from every point, uh, for, for every month, from now on, I'm, whatever my monthly revenue is, I'm going to do, donate 5% of it to a, a cause of my choosing. And ever since then, I have kept true to my word. I have donated 5% of whatever the monthly revenue is. And it's ranged from, I don't know, like low four figures to, um, I think, what was it? Like, I don't know, like three, four, thirty, $40,000, um, depending on what my, what I brought in in my business. And that, that's something that, oh, so, so the first time that I was trying to make the donation, I was like, I don't even know who to donate to, like what to donate to, because <laughs> I obviously had causes that I cared about, but I, I was like, I got to start doing this research. So I put out uh, a, a request on my Facebook, um, say, Hey, if you have, because, you know, I come from a nonprofit development background. So I'm very, I like to think of myself as being very choosy when it comes to like choosing where to donate to, because I really want to know that my dollar is going to make a difference. And so I said, Hey, if you have personal experience with an organization and you know that an organization is well run and that, you know, they're really making a difference and you really believe in them, please let me know because I'm researching what organizations to donate to. And lot there were lots of super fabulous um, suggestions. And I ended up actually taking donated to like a whole bunch of them. But one of them was suggested by Rashida Bonds, who is also uh, a coach for um, parents of, I'm not going to get the, all the words right, all the letters right. What is it? LGBTQ, I, A, what was that? Plus. A plus. You're right. <laughs> Did I get it right? Oh my gosh. Perfect. Right. Children. And she's also, she's like so amazing. And she alerted me to the, the amazing work that the Trevor um, project does with transgender youth who are at increased risk of suicide, like all, all the horrible things, you name it. And I said, okay, that's, that's a cause that I care about the, the health of our transgender youth. And so I, I gave money and that was what, so I have to thank Rashida. And that was what Sarah saw. Yes. And it changed everything. It didn't even dawn on me that I could do it at that time when I saw the post. Yeah, what were your thoughts how, at that point? It's like, oh, that's, that's somebody that's not for me or. No, my thoughts were a few things of that's a coach I want to hire because she's got her values in the right place. Um, and that was before I had even joined your program. But I also looked at the amount of money and was like, wow, 
I don't know that I could ever give that much money. So I don't know that it would make a difference. Mm -hmm. But then there was the moment that came next was, oh my gosh, whoever worked with me, she could have even paid their salary. If it was a salaried person, I I'm going to do something like this someday. But like you said earlier, it was definitely someday. It didn't dawn on me at that moment. The idea didn't come that, that it was available to me. Yeah. And I want to just, I want to record this podcast with Sarah because I want to offer you, if you're listening, the idea that this is available to you, right? It does not have to be thousands of dollars. It does not have to be, it literally every dollar counts. And I want to kind of talk about my own philosophy. Well, I don't want to call it a philosophy because it's like whatever, but like just my own thoughts, my, my T lines that, that go into my, my own 5% pledge that I, that I intend to keep up for as long as I'm in business. Right. And here is why it's not because I think money solves everything. If only that were true right? Money does not solve everything. I cannot solve all the problems in the world by throwing money at it, but money can help a lot. And I know that because I was in nonprofit development. There are not all problems could be solved by money, but a lot of problems can be solved by money, solved through my, with money. And if I can help to lessen the load, right? Through co- contributing some of my money, that's worth it. And what was really it's what's really important for me to let people know is that for me it's very important to not i feel like i'm going to say it wrong but i'm going to say it anyway it's very important for me to not give money not to donate money from a perspective of like being a savior right right like oh there are these poor people and i'm going to swoop in and i'm going to like give them my money and they're all going to be better and whoa good for me right like that is I'm very wary of that because I know that that kind of mindset can create more damage, create, create more harm than good. And that's not something that I want to participate in. I'm not here to save anybody. I'm not under the illusion that anybody needs saving. And that's not something that I'm interested in. This is what the 5% pledge means to me. To me, the reason that I am able to make money and have the business that I have today is because I have so much privilege because I live in a world that supports someone like me being able to do what I do. So I am healthy in mind and body. I am safe, not just physically, but like I have freedom. I have the freedom to speak my mind. I have the freedom to run a business the way I want, to make money the way I want, to speak my mind and to take up space as a woman, right? I have the right to... to participate in the democracy that I live in. I have the right to clean water. I mean, not that I have, I have access to clean water. I have access to plenty of food. I have access to housing. I Without all of this, I would literally not be able to have the business that I have. And I did not do anything to earn any of this, right? It was just given to me because I had won the genetic and geographic lottery. I was born at the right place at the right time, right? And to me, it's like, That's the simplest explanation of why I owe the world because without the world being set up the way it is, where it's very advantageous to me, I I would not have the business that I have, which means everything to me. So to me, to live in a functioning democracy, like, and, you know, basically economically sound society, I pay taxes to the government and I'm happy to most of the time, but 
and and to me, it's like to be able to have the business that I want. It's like, I think of the five percent pledge as like my me paying taxes to not the government, but like to world. Like I, it's on me to support a world that um, where people are safe and healthy and have the opportunities to thrive. Because without those things, I would not be able to do what I want to do. And to me, it's a signal to myself. It's a contract that I have with myself to remind myself that I am interdependent with other forces in the world, that I'm not doing my business in a vacuum. It's not because I'm so amazing and I'm so brilliant, right? Like, okay, I am amazing and brilliant, but also, right, I'm part of this giant multi-layered web of forces and people and, and, and you know, causes and projects and, and forces of nature that conspire to enable my, not just my business, but our industry and everyone who benefits from it. So I receive so, so, so much from my business. I receive so much from everyone who I am connected to through my business, including you, Sarah, including all the listeners. And it's just one, the 5% pledge is just one tiny, tiny way that I remind myself of my commitment to other people on planet earth. Right. So that's how I think of it. And it's very important for me to articulate this because otherwise I think there's lots of ways of thinking about giving money and philanthropy that are very sort of, like I said, like it's like very saviorism like, and it's very sort of condescending to other people for lack of a better term and kind of just makes it be about something other than just our mutual commitment to each other. Right. So you look like you have thoughts. Well, beyond the the level of commitment, I 100% agree that it's a level of commitment. It's also an overwhelming statement of gratitude for the abundance yes. that come in for us, and for these organizations that it and their their just their existence alone to me was a statement of gratitude. I have um, in the past given money from what would be kind of what I call a grubby space to other organizations, but this I wrote my first check last month, and I felt like this ooze of gratitude just all day long. And I did it via check versus online because I wanted to have a tangible like feeling with it. And it did. It was just this overwhelming sense of gratitude for the people and the organizations that exist outside of myself that support like not just me, but my people and other people that I don't even know are in the world. I felt so um, interdependent and connected to all of them in a way I didn't even know was going to happen. Isn't that such a beautiful feeling? It was amazing. And yeah. I would, I, I cannot wait to do it again. Nobody tells think, you like how good it feels to, to give. Right. Cause I had that yes. same rush of like gratitude and this incredible feeling of being connected to humanity. That's why I, I think donating is like, to me, it's like such a selfish act because it makes me feel so good and it makes me feel so abundant. Right. Yes. And I think, in the spirit of business building in that abundance, I only build my abundance so that I can build others abundance. And it just becomes this beautiful cyclical thing of, of greatness of, I can provide more, I can be of more service and they can be of more service just by the fact that I wrote a check and how simple it was and just such a simple act, but so fulfilling both personally and business related. Hundred percent. I think, um, you know, what I teach in joyful marketing is what 
learning what it's like to really be in a loving relationship with your business, right? To, to have your business be something that you truly love and care for and nourish. And I think when I took the 5% pledge, I started to love my business like so much even more, right? Because I felt like my business was truly a reflection of my values and the work that I want to do in the world and how I want to make a difference. And that happens because you, if you are like me and Sarah and you care about the world, which I sh- I'm sure you are if you're listening to this podcast, that's, it, it's a tangible a measure, right? Of, of signaling your love for the world and the place that your business takes up in that world, right? And it's how much love your business is emitting. So that's why I want to say, like, let's say you made $100 in your business this month, right? Then $100, what's 5% of that? $5. I can't do math anymore. My pregnant brain. $5. What would, just imagine what it would feel like to donate those $5, not because you think those $5 are going to like save the world, although it might, but because it's kind of almost like a ritualistic symbolic act of the place your business takes up in the world and this idea of your business being a force for good. It is going to bring you, to put you in touch with so much of the gratitude that Sarah was talking about, so much of the abundance, like the the wonderful feeling of being plugged into this flow of the movement of energy in the world and the movement of resources, right? Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. I know this month being the second month I have taken this pledge, when I got my first client payment, I was so excited. Usually it's, oh, what am I going to do with this money? Or this is what I'm going to do with it. Immediately I wrote on the wall, I have this much to give. So good. And it was so good because I felt such love for the even my client that had paid me in such a different way. Mm-hmm. It was such a different relationship all of a sudden. And I cannot wait to see what builds from it. And gratitude for you for coming up with this idea and being willing to publicly share it. Oh, yeah. A lot of times we don't publicly share that we give. Right. And thinking that it's, there's some, some sort of shame in telling others. Totally. The more we share that we are doing this, the more, the point is that more people will do it. And we all just better ourselves and better our world together. 100%. You know, I'm so glad you mentioned that because that's something else I want to touch on. When I first thought about the 5% pledge, I debated long and hard in my own brain about whether I wanted to make it public, whether I wanted to share with my people that I'm doing this. And, you know, here's the conclusion that I got to. The worst thing that can happen if I do share about this, the worst thing in terms of like what my brain was fearing, right? My brain was like, the worst thing that can happen is that people judge you. And you come across like somebody who's like, oh, look at me. Like, I'm so virtuous. Like, well, and people think you're being a savior and people think you're being a show off and people think that you are being like tacky, right? Like you're not, because you're not supposed to talk about money. You're not supposed to talk about like, let not, not the left hand know what the right hand is doing. It's like goes against all kinds of principles in my mind. Like that's what my brain was thinking. So that's the worst thing that can happen. People have thoughts, you have thoughts and you experience negative emotions. And I asked myself, what's, the best thing that could happen when you share this. And I thought, hmm, you know, I think there's a possibility that it might encourage other people to do the same who already wanted to do it. They would take it like as a permission slip. Say, oh, if Simone's doing it, maybe I can do it too. Maybe that that's the nudge that some people need to do what they've already wanted to do, right? The best thing that can happen is that I make giving 
a norm in this industry, right? The best thing that can happen is that is that more people feel start asking for themselves questions like, hey, where do I want to give? Like, how do I want my money moving through the world in a way that creates the kind of world I want to live in? The, I was like, all these wonderful things could happen if I share about this. And all the bad things that, things that could happen is just like me being afraid of other people's opinions. And I was like, okay, now I know what to do, right? Right. And they're going to have their opinions no matter what. 100%. So, yeah. And yeah. my my thoughts came from when you shared it, it gave me permission to share it too, because I felt like, well, I'm going to give it a totally different level at this point in my business, but my level matters too. So I'm going to share it so that I can escalate what the work you've begun so that everybody knows it's available to them too. Yeah. And I have to share with you that when I shared it with my children, my son who works at the grocery store was like, well, I'm going to do it too. Oh. So it it was like, wow, how young can we start this? Apparently at 16. So it became even, even more special as I saw you can share and it does grow in, in just small $5 amounts. That is so, so beautiful. I'm, it, oh, it fills my heart with so much joy. And another thing that I want to tell my listeners is that, listen, like why 5%? I don't know. Could it be 10%? Could it be 2%? Of course. Sure. Right. So don't get hung up on the number. And I would like to encourage you to make a decision about how you want to give. Maybe for you, it's not money. Maybe you give your time. Right. Or maybe, you know, there are times when like you really need every last dollar for whatever life circumstance you have. And I don't want this to be like a thing where you're like, oh, you're doing it wrong. If you're not in a position to give, sometimes you're not in a position to give and you get, you get to have that you get to own that. Like that's legitimate. Right. So I'm, I'm not creating like this hierarchy where it's like, Oh, it's better if you're doing this and like, you're, you're less enlightened or you don't care about the world. If you don't, that's not what I'm saying at all. There is everybody makes decisions, decisions for their, their own selves to reflect their own values about how they want to uh, be a, a force for good in the world. And at the same time, I want, I'd like to encourage you to ask yourself, what would be if I were to do the equivalent, if I don't want to do exactly the 5% pledge, right? What would be the equivalent of that, that I want to do in my way? That would be a way of me, like, you know, putting my, my money or something else where my mouth is and signaling to the world and signaling to my own self that this is where my commitment is, right? So I encourage you to really take ownership if you're interested in this idea, but you don't want to do exactly what Sarah and I did, right? To, to make it your own. Yeah, absolutely. Beautiful. I know after I first used the Trevor project for crisis line, after we had made it through our crisis and it ended, one of the things I did to give back was I went back and signed up to take their volunteer training and volunteer for them. Because at that time, my thought was, wasn't that I had money available, but now I see the benefit of both. And that's what works for me. But I think all of us are called in some way, especially as life coaches, as people that want to better society and help evolve our species, like let, let's take something and, and create something special because we all have such unique gifts. I, I'm just so excited to see what people create out of what they choose to, to donate from. Exactly. Yeah. I, I could not agree more it is what we do. We are here to literally evolve 
the human species. <laughs> we are here to help lessen the suffering in the world. We are here to be helpers. And I think this is just such a, such a powerful way you can do that outside of just, just the pure coaching, which also does all of those things, which also helps in, in all the ways. But yeah, 5% pledge. I am so I'm so, so thrilled to have had the opportunity to talk to you and to feature you on my podcast and feature your story. And I hope that if you're listening, if this was the permission slip you needed to take your own 5% pledge, do so. Post on social media, hashtag 5% pledge. I just made that up. But let's just decide it's going to be a thing now. And let me and Sarah know. And listen, if you are like debating about it, I encourage you to also ask yourself, what's the worst thing that can happen? And what's the best thing that could happen? And I do believe that <laughs> you will, the, um, it'll be weight, the math will be weighed in the direction of, of you giving. So Sarah, uh, you mentioned what you do, but tell us who should reach out to you for help and how they can find you if they want to sure. uh, work with you as a coach. I help parents and supporters of LGBTQIA plus youth, um, not just in crisis, but just through any of the challenges that come naturally with parenting and supporting our youth, because we have um, a very unique experience and people can find me at www.sarahkennedycoaching.com or on Facebook. And I always tell people I answer every email and I love to connect. It's just wonderful out there. So just connect with me, find me there. And I'd love to, to connect with anyone. I will link to you in the show notes and it will also link to the Trevor project. And it's funny, you know, I'm pregnant right now. And I I was like, Oh, if my kid turns out to be LGBTQ, I, a plus, I was like, I know who to go to, to ask for parenting help. Absolutely. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much for being here again. Let us know about your own 5% pledge and we'll talk to you later. Thank you for having me. Hey, if you want a shot of fresh inspiration and actionable tips to improve your marketing every single week in your inbox, you better get on my email list. Sign up to receive my free ebook called 20 Unsolicited Copy Tips. It's been known to get people to come out of the woodwork and ask to work with you. So get on that link in the show notes and I'll see you in your inbox next time.